You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. It's special guest time again on Daily Star Trek News, and with me today is Kent Mages, founder of Mass Persona, makers of Minikin 3D custom-printed figurines. They're bringing their unique experience to Star Trek Mission Chicago, as well as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for fans with William Shatner. So we are talking about that, as well as the future of fan experiences. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Now let's hear from Kent Mages. All right. Uh, well, Kent Mages, you're the founder of Mass Persona. You're the producers of Minikin. Thank you very much for joining me on Daily Star Trek News today. Uh, today, we want to talk about Minikin, which is a 3D printed experience that you're bringing to Star Trek Mission Chicago. And in particular, we want to talk about the sort of once in a lifetime fan experience with William Shatner. But we're going to come on to that in a second. Uh, first, would you please uh, just uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me about what Minikin is and uh, what you're doing at Star Trek Mission Chicago? Well, sure. Uh, thanks for having me on, Allison. Um, the, the the genesis of the business came from my experience both in television, video games, and printing, standard 2D printing. Uh, about three years ago, I started a business to create 3D printed parts for interior architecture, um, graphical purposes. Color 3D printing was just burgeoning onto the market in a way that was consumer friendly. And to make a very long story short, I kind of found myself becoming the go-to company for producing 3D figurines. Uh, we are the largest manufacturer of color 3D printed parts um, for consumer purposes that are customized. Um, and that grew into looking at what we could do internally. So about two years ago, uh, myself and a couple of the other people in the industry that I've been working with since I started the business, started talking about how we could create something that you could do from home rather than having to go get scanned in a booth, which is still really cool. And then we'll get to that as far as the Shatner experience, but we wanted to create something that you could do from the comfort of your own home. And that was the genesis of Minikin, something that you could take a photo of yourself, upload into an app and create a miniature 3D version of yourself. Something kind of like this little three inch plastic figurine I have here, which I'll, uh, I'll send you the photos of, but this is the uh, culmination of what we've done. You just need a photo of yourself and you can customize yourself to your heart's content. That is uh, extremely cool. Now you're bringing this experience, um, not just at home, but you're also bringing it to Star Trek Mission Chicago next month. Is that right? Yeah. So one of the companies that we were initially just the purveyor of their, their parts for, Twindom, we've actually partnered with them. They're, they're part of the joint venture that is Mass Persona. Uh, they are one of the most, if not the most, uh, leading technology providers in full body 3D scanning. So they have a booth um, that you walk into. It's got 115 some odd cameras in it. It takes all the camera photos in one second, and then it generates a 3D model based off of those photos. And we are providing an experience at Star Trek Mission where you can get a figurine made of yourself alongside William Shatner. And I could not be more excited about that. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I want to talk about William Shatner, but um, before we get to that, so can people actually just do this like 
uh, you know, in cosplay or just, you know, with their loved ones or whatever, they can get uh, like a memory of that experience. Is that how, is that how it kind of works? Yeah, we consider the Minikin app as being able to celebrate your fandom at any time and the booth experience being able to celebrate your fandom in a moment. So one of the really crazy things about the booth technology is it is a, is a 3D representation of a moment in time. So whatever you're wearing, whatever your pose you're in, whatever crazy face you want to make, it'll capture that in a way that we can reproduce it in 3D. Uh, I have a, an example to show you that uh, this is actually my girlfriend and I, you can see in the figurine, it's a, this is a nine inch figurine. This is us in our Star Trek cosplay, holding our tribbles. With your tribbles, nice. The scan only took, you know, a total of three seconds. And, you know, the, the nice thing about it is this is forever. I mean, this is something that I can hand down to our kids one day or our grandkids. And hopefully those people who choose to get scanned with Mr. Shatner will have something memorable that they can pass on in their family as well. Okay, okay. So uh, I don't want to leave it for too much longer. Let's talk about the William Shatner experience that's happening in Chicago. Um, first, tell me what it is and, and how people can learn more about it. Yeah, so uh, the experience is a, a VIP add-on that we're, we're doing uh, during Star Trek mission, which runs April 8th through April 10th. Uh, the two nights that we'll be able to, or the two times that we'll be able to do this with Mr. Shatner are uh, late in the evening of April 9th from 10 p.m. till midnight um, and early Sunday morning from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. Uh, we're going to have 50 slots available on each of those two time brackets and you'll be able to actually get a 3D scan of you and up to one other person with William Shatner that will be produced as a nine inch figurine complete with his digital signature on the base uh, and whatever personal message you want us to put on that figurine to commemorate the date. Uh, you'll get video footage of the of the actual scan and the, and the moment in time that you get to spend with Mr. Shatner. It will be brief, just so we can keep it moving, but uh, it will be personal, it will be yours, and it'll be immortalized in plastic forever. Yeah, this is like the evolution of the, the, the convention photo op, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It's on a level that is so far beyond that. Um, it's only been possible in the last couple of years. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic and really, really exciting opportunity for anybody who's wanted to memorialize themselves in that experience. Um, and I'll tell you more about uh, where to sign up for that experience and how you can buy it and when you can buy it uh, towards the end of the show. But I wanted to keep talking about um, how many can works and like the whole experience. So have you taken this experience to other conventions yet? Yeah. Uh, so we're we're from Chicago. We're a Chicago based business. Uh, our, our big debut of the Minikin brand was this past December at uh, C2E2. Uh, we've been working pretty closely with Reed Pop to be able to try to provide these opportunities at a growing number of their shows. Um, can't speak to which ones we'll be at just yet, but we're hoping all of them. Um, but Star Trek Mission was a, you know, the next logical step for us because it also happens to be in Chicago. Logical step. I see what you did there. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I interrupted did, you. I've been accused of being uh, a bit Vulcan in my <laughs> <laughs> day. Um, but yeah, being able to do it within Chicago is not just logistically convenient for us because the mm -hmm. booth is big. It's it's a 10 foot diameter booth. So, you know, moving it around the country, while not terribly difficult, it is always easier to do it in your backyard. 
Um, but we love doing stuff in Chicago for the people of Chicago because I was born and raised here. Most of my team is from here. Um, and it's just nice to do something in your hometown. Uh, so tell me, what's your favorite? So presumably people have been coming in and, and having their minikins printed. What's your favorite session that you've seen so far? Because obviously people are going to be like, right. you know, be like nice with with whoever they're with or, you know, anything cool. Have you seen any yeah, crazy we, costumes or anything like that? That's a really good question. Um, yeah, we've done a lot of really, really cool things. Um, we at C2E2 in particular, uh, we we co-sponsored the the cosplay competition, so we got to see some really amazing cosplayers come through uh, and get their costumes scanned. Um, I think the the winner was a Soundwave from Transformers Gen One, which was nice. phenomenal, and we were shocked that we were able to scan it because the guy's like eight feet tall in the costume, and the booth is only eight feet tall. So <laughs> obviously, getting the head was the part yeah. we were worried about. Yeah. Um, but we've done a lot of really great personal moments too. You know, we've had wedding couples come in to do their wedding cake toppers, which is always really nice to be able to provide something really unique as opposed to the standard bride and groom and the wedding dress and the, and the, the tuxedo. We can do things that are really hyper-personal to a couple, which is always really nice. And getting to capture a moment with, you know, multiple generations in it, you know, a grandfather, uh, son and grandson in one, in one scan is, is always a wonderful thing to get to see. Uh, so tell me, you personally now, if you could get uh, this experience, a scan with you and any other person, who would you choose? Ooh, any other person. It doesn't person. have to be Star Trek, but bonus uh, William, points if it's a Star William Trek Shatner, person. William Shatner was up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I could pick anybody, ooh, that's a alive or dead or? Uh, well, since this is fantasy, let's go for any anybody you know, um, anybody throughout history, even if you wanted to go that far. Uh, I mean, I mean, if I if I could pick anybody through history, I know it's a weird one to throw out there, but honestly, like a Steve Jobs, somebody who left an indelible mark on not just humanity, but specifically technology, because it's such an integral part of my business. And, you know, my, my passion in, in business has always been what's on the bleeding edge of technology. So mm -hmm. someone on that level would be pretty cool. So I guess somebody who's alive, like an Elon Musk would be pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. I I actually, as I was writing this question, I was finding it difficult to figure out who I would put down there. Um, and I never really, I narrowed it even down to Star Trek people. I think I probably, uh, I, I thought about Walter Koenig because I've interviewed him before and he was wonderful and we had a really good time. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm usually not like, uh, I'm usually not a photo op person. So it was really hard for me to to think about yeah, who, I'm, who I'm that a lot like you. I mean, I, I like to. I've I've met a, a few celebrities in my day, and my my preference is always just to, if I'm going to introduce myself, just to thank them for their contribution to yeah. arts and the community. Um, but you know, th this whole notion of getting scanned with somebody and having them turn into a a figurine with you is certainly more appealing to me than than just a photo because it's really unique. I mean, it's it's like you get to kind of step outside your own body and see this thing in a way that you never would otherwise be able to see. That actually brings me to uh, an interesting question, sort of about your vision for the future. So you kind of talked about how you got your start in sort of manufacturing 3D printed components of things. And now you've got, you're doing wedding toppers and fan experiences at conventions. Um, what do you expect that experience, that fan experience to look like in like 10 years, 20 years? Where, where do you think we're headed and 
um, for uh, fans meeting their um, their idols. Well, I, you know, I, I think we're just at the beginning of a really interesting frontier. Um, not not to keep trying to throw Star Trek puns into this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're on a Star Trek podcast, so it's appropriate. It's fine. As long as I don't say we're boldly going. Um, the, the, the really amazing thing about where we are right now is, you know, yes, I did get my start doing, uh, trying to do things that were more architectural and more graphic design based. But, you know, I've, I've been a geek my entire life. I'm almost 40. And I, I definitely leaned in pretty hard to doing the figurines. I mean, we do stuff not just for us, but for three other major companies that do figurines like Twindom, Action Face, a company called Shrunk 3D. And they're all in this space of doing these captured moments um, in 3D plastic. And that's really cool right now. And I think that's only going to get better as the technology increases. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a weird thing for me to say because I didn't envision myself being an expert in this field, but it's something where I'll, I'll get to see that unfold in real time up close and personal, which is really exciting. Uh, some of the some of the 3D printing technology that's coming up is just really incredible. Um, you know, we we named our first 3D printer Kirk, <laughs> which that's a, that's a story that if if you want me to share, I'm happy to. But it is a very Star Trek specific story. Um, we uh, named excuse it, me, I'm sorry, but I think I think I'm gonna need you to share that story. Sure. Um, <laughs> so so I'll, I'll wind it back. We 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 got our first two printers in April of 2019. Uh, we were actually the first commercial outfit to actually have these installed. Mm. Um, and part of the setup process for these printers is you have to give them a name on your local network. So I chose Kirk was our first printer and Picard was our second printer. Uh, about two months after we had them installed, we actually, because we were the first commercial outfit, we actually had one of the lead engineers behind the technology from Hewlett Packard uh, which I should say that the printers that we use are the HP 580 multi-jet fusion printers for anybody who's a 3D printing nerd. It's a powder-based color platform. Uh, but one of their lead engineers actually came out to inspect the two machines once, they, once they've been installed to make sure that, you know, the install team had followed the guidelines and everything. And he saw the names. He said, how did you know? And I said, no, what? The, the, this entire project was Project Vulcan. I said, I, really? I no idea. It's just wow. totally random. Yeah, internally, the all the parts of the machine were Star Trek components because it's not quite there, but it is about as close as you can get in a modern day world to a replicator. I mean, we basically put a 3D map of something in here and a few hours later, we have a fully colorized representation of that thing. Uh, so yeah, we have five machines now. They're Kirk, Picard, Cisco, Janeway, and Archer. Uh, we've got another three machines that we're installing in our new factory that are uh, I'm gonna have to come up with a lot more Star Trek names to, to round those out. Um, but that's just the start of the physical side. I mean, the digital experiences that we think we can do with these are really fantastic. I mean, being able to take your face and put it on, you know, any Starfleet outfit in our Minikin app, you know, that's that's a huge benefit, not just to Star Trek fans who want to see themselves in their favorite fandom. You know, like this, this little one I have here, which is from the app. Now, this is not for sale. This is just a prototype we've done internally. You know, this is me, you know, in a Picard style captain's outfit, something that I never would have been able to do 10, 15 years ago with just a touch of a button on a digital device. It's so Star Trek, it's almost beyond meta that I can do that from basically amounts to, you know, a, a Star Trek tablet and make myself into a 3D figurine on a replicator. 
Uh, but taking that into gaming experiences, social experiences like the metaverse or um, video games where we can import your minikin into them, like uh, some of the Star Trek mobile games. Imagine if you could play Fleet Commander and instead of seeing you know, a random person as the, the, the bridge captain, it could be you. You know, we, we can enable experiences like that as we develop the technology out. Yeah, because you're not just doing um, the big booth scans of like reality. You've also got the app where you can kind of put it's like your it scans your face and then you can design the rest of the figure. Right. So it's kind of both of those. Yeah, it's it's um, so we, we use a we use neural net technology to take a 2D photo of you and create a 3D representation of your head as best we can. Uh, we chose that for a multitude of reasons. There are more high fidelity scanning techniques out there, but they're highly limited in what you can do them on. You need to have one of the newest iPhones or newest iPads, which you know not everybody has. Uh, we wanted to go with something that you could do on an Android, on an iPhone, on a web experience. Um, and you don't have to just do it of yourself. If you've got, you know, you want to surprise a best friend and put them in, you know, a funny costume or something that's really meaningful to them. Uh, our long-term goals was to have kind of like Funko Pop, a plethora of different opportunities where you can express your fandom from everything from something like Star Trek to Golden Girls. If you know you want to go from a big property to a relatively small one, we, we want to be able to support those and actually be be in a position to give you that opportunity to express yourself or with a friend. So for I, for you personally, you touched on briefly about this is about as close as you're getting to a replicator at the moment. Um, you as an entrepreneur, as a business person, how does it, how does, how do you feel knowing that you're kind of working with something that is like straight out of Star Trek, right? I, I'd, I'd be lying if I didn't wake up mornings thinking how lucky I am to be able to do this. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, like I said, I've always been somebody who's been on the bleeding edge of technology, been fascinated by it. And I was probably one of the, the few kids on the block who had a mini disc player for the brief period of time that that was a thing. You know, I, I had one of the first MP3 players, the Creative Nomad, before the iPod was even a thing. Um, so to be, to be on the other side of it in a professional sense, where I get to be deeply involved with a burgeoning technology, not the 3D printing is, is a burgeoning technology, but you know, photo accurate color 3D printing really, really is. Um, it, it's incredibly exciting. It's hard to watch things like even the most recent season of Star Trek Discovery, you know, they're actually using 3D printers, real world 3D printers as props to stand in for small replicators in the show. And it, it's a very weird, surreal moment for me to be able to see, oh, I know what those machines are because I've used them in the industry that I'm in and see the kind of stepping stones of where I am now and how we could maybe get to where we see, you know, in Star Trek. Maybe programmable matter is just, you know, right around the corner. Uh, I, I look forward to when we can 3D print vehicles like in Star Trek Prodigy. It's just yeah, like absolutely. straight up, you need a new shuttlecraft, it's absolutely. there, it's great. <laughs> great. Although I tried to explain how Voyager had so many shuttlecraft get destroyed and, you know, suddenly reappear back and shuttle the... It's fine. <laughs> So we don't we don't need to talk about that. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so great. Um, thank you so much for all of that. Can you please tell us where people can find out more about this sort of once in a lifetime opportunity to get scanned uh, and and a figure with William Shatner? 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. You can go to our website. It's www.minikin.us forward slash Shatner or just minikin.us and you can read all about what we're doing. I will have links on the homepage on how to get in early on this once in a lifetime Shatner experience, uh, as well as all the upcoming stuff that we're doing. Yeah, and that website's available now um, to get some more information, but sales aren't starting quite yet. Is that right? When does right. when uh, when can you actually book your slot? March 22nd. March 22nd, and it's only available for one week. Is that, is that right? I believe so, yeah. I have to talk with, it, with our tech team, make sure they've implemented that and that you know we're, we're ready to go. But yes, you'll, you'll have one week to pre-order and get your time slot. Um, it's going to be a really magical experience. Um, you know, it doesn't get more Star Trek than, than this right now as far as stepping into what's basically kind of like a transporter booth and getting spit out as a, as a 3D printed part in a replicator. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to make sure I mentioned before we sign off that the, the experience is taking place at Star Trek Mission Chicago, April 9th and 10th, and um, COVID vaccination is required, so please make sure you read the small print and plan ahead if you need to, if you're interested, because uh, we'd hate for you to get there and not be able to do it. That would not be great. So um, yeah, so that's uh, minikin.us, M-I-N-I-K-I-N.us forward slash Shatner for all those details. Um, and yeah, thank you so much, Kent Mages, uh, for joining me today and, and talking all about 3D printed figures at the cons. It's great. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> this is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.